May the light reflect in your eyes. I'm Kellek. Glenn. Sika. Thessaly. Oma. Brother Brim. And I'm your DM, Ethan. Welcome to Venture Forth. Previously, the party had come across a series of glass statues in the wake of some members of the Order of the Red Wolf. After a brief encounter with some zombified members of the Order of the Red Wolf, as well as a protective shield guardian, you defeated the foes and afterwards assessed the situation with the glass statues. After a bit of investigation, you found that these were most likely what was left of Olma's family. Flynn and Seeker began to look around, and after a discovery of one of the figures pointing towards a tree, Flynn and Seeker found some more clues that might lead you to the next step. Kellek had, over the course of some time, gone through and with each glass figure cast a spell to dismiss them, to put them to rest, as Thessaly completed a beautiful portrait of each member of the family. And as these embers and ashes peel away from the glass, leaving nothing remaining, you'll stand there in the darkness, in the forest. What would you all like to do? Um, Seeker, you said some of those objects are... Uh, relevant to Alma? Mm-hmm. I'll walk over... <clears throat> walk over to Alma. And bend down. And, uh... If I can... I will try and catch... Your eye. Your eyes. How are you trying to catch my eyes? Looking for them. Looking for... Like, just making eye contact. I'm not really making eye contact with anyone, though. Yeah. So, no, I, so, I wouldn't catch them. Yeah, yeah okay. sorry. Um, when I realize I can't, I just kind of look down and, um, Olma, <sighs> I'm so sorry. This, and I will hold up the, well, <laughs> I'll have my mage hand hold up the green gem, found some things, and figured out as much as I could about what they are. And this one, it is a a piece of a memory crystal that belonged to your family. I touched it and it just gave fragments of memories, but you, you could touch it and see if you see anything else. And I pull out the monocle and the paper. So she was pointing to the the woman in the front that was on the ground. She was pointing to this in that tree. That is a memory crystal. This blank piece of paper, I could not identify. I think they purposefully locked away information. And this monocle requires someone 
of a special bloodline to use it in a special place to <coughs> see what's on the well, to just to just to use it, maybe to see what's on the paper. Olma, are you zoned out or are you looking at the stuff? I'm looking at um I'm lis- I'm actively listening and I'm like glancing at the stuff. I'm not like paying attention to it, but I am okay. looking. Um just something that jumps out to you. Um Seeker said this blank piece of paper. There's writing. You see writing yeah. on the paper. Of course nice. I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. And um So when we were in the lab and I touched Lolin Thrill's memory crystal, it was like I was her. I I, I walked across the street as her as a little girl. I saw her or myself making different chemicals. Uh, this could give you the memories of at least someone in your family. Mm-hmm. I see the paper and the Yeah, I'll hold, hold them out. I'll hold them out. <clears throat> I'll grab them. Um, can I read the paper? Uh, yes, the paper says Broad Street and Fisher's Way. Sunplume. Mm. You said that the monocle will reveal lighting. You said the monocle will reveal writing in a special place. Um, it just I, it told me that it needs a special person from a special bloodline, kind of like you, uh, in a special place. I don't know what it will reveal. I'm sh- I'm guessing you look through it. That's what you do with a monocle. Fisher Place and... Broad Street and Fisher's Way. Yep. Sunplume. Yeah. Okay. Um. You know how in the graveyard... The plaque had writing on it, but you guys couldn't see it? Mm-hmm. Yes. Paper's not blank. Oh. Man. But why so, couldn't I see? I saw nothing. Well... Powerful magic. I don't know. Um, the place is probably this place, though. This is like a street. It's just in Sunbloom. The paper has a, a name of a street on it? Well, like, not like an address or anything, but it's got, like, this broad street in Fisher Way. That that sounds a bit like an address. Maybe a, a well, crossroad? Like two streets, maybe, where they intersect. Mm-hmm. Do you We should go look. Um... I guess, or we fix my necklace, or I don't know I don't if that's really an option know. for us uh, without the wisdom of. I mean, maybe the. You said that's a memory crystal. Yes, and given what you've just lost, this could be amazing for you. Maybe it'll have that information in it. We. Yeah. It must be something important. That's that's the purpose of the thing. They don't just store rudimentary trivia in one of those. Your family was trying to show us something, Oma, and I think we should go see what it was. Wouldn't you? Okay. Sure. The sunplume, then? Sunplume? Yeah. We are, um... There was posters of us in sunplume. Just... Well, maybe I can just go... I can just find this place. You, you, you did change everyone in um, the I mean, underground. That's well, you true, true. Okay, I can do that. I would rather not leave you alone, Oma. Yeah, 
Okay, what do you want to look like? <laughs> That's a good question. Really tall dwarves. No. <laughs> no, um, thank you. Something <laughs> not out of the ordinary. Something yeah. like uh, most folks that we've seen. Mm-hmm. So it's just like human and kind of mundane? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Like common clothes. That sort of thing. Okay, just let me sit down for a second. And I'm going to go sit against a tree and I'm going to think about everyone. And um, hey, um, as, you, as you sit down, oh my. Huh? Do you want to keep this um, this memory crystal, this piece? Or do you want me to hold it? You can hold it. And I look at the paper. Still blank, right? <clears throat> and I look back at Oma. You're pretty special. And I will boop you on the nose. Mm-hmm. And a cool energy that you are somewhat familiar with will pulse through you. And I will give you a vigilant blessing. So you will have initiative. Uh, advantage on initiative on the next time you need it. Um, how far away, or how deep do we get into the forest? I don't want the spell to like not last by the time we get there. It's eight hours. Yeah, long. It's eight hours. Eight yeah. Hours. yeah you guys, are, okay. it's not an eight-hour trip. Um, mm-hmm. How long was that temporary HP? Should we eight also hours. eight hours? Eight hours. It is yeah. also Ooh, eight okay. hours. Okay. Eight is oh, we got big boy spells. Um, That's a good spell. Um, okay, so um, let me see how long it takes to do seeming. It's a bonus action, really? Did you see? No, that's a different spell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, was like, yeah, that that make any sense. I was like, yeah. that can't be right. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make sense mechanically. Like, why would you want yeah. duration? <laughs> yeah, it just says one action. It's okay, casting one time, action. so okay. I'll just sit down, but I, I'll think about everything. Um, yeah, I'm just going to keep everyone pretty basic. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to imagine We've seen a lot everyone. of people in, in the cities that we've been in. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to imagine everyone... Um, as human, um, wearing, you know, mundane, common clothes, nothing to stand out, nothing flashy. Not, okay. Um, so everything is very, very um, basic and almost opposite to how they look now. Like, and if, if they if they have, you know, very dark hair, it's going to be a different color. If they were bald, they're going to have hair. Gotcha. Um, everyone's going to be human. So basic, but just about every aspect different. Yes. Okay. Huh. My cool. kid. <laughs> no, everyone's still an adult. Okay, I'm just like a like a very small human. No, everyone, can, I can change heights. You're oh. just everyone's just a general like oh, okay. a cool. human height, and <laughs> it doesn't feel any different for you because okay. it's just a vision. It's just oh, a, it's just an illusion. So you still feel like you. Okay, you all are heading back to Sunplume. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, you sort of are able to take the same trajectory that you came out into the forest with. Um, it takes you a little bit of time. You're not walking with as much fervor as you were heading into, the, mm-hmm. heading into the forest. Mm-hmm. Um, but eventually, the tree line breaks, and you can see the small town of Sunplume in front of you. Um, it, it, the, the trek back to Sunplume almost goes over your head. No one's even really thinking about it. It's just put one foot in front of the other. Um, but eventually, you do get back to the town. And when you see the town, what would you all like to do? I guess we should look for street signs, yeah. yeah. Try to find a broad, what'd you say? Broad street and, and fishers, fishers way. way. Sun plume. Start looking. Are we far from the <clears throat> central area where I saw the bulletin board? You're on the outskirts of the town right now. <coughs> yeah, um, that was that in the center? It, yeah. Okay. It's, they've got a town square directly in the center. Yeah. Mm. 
Is there anybody like near us? Anybody walking by? No. Um, from what you can tell right now, it's probably three to four a.m. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay. Everyone is asleep right now, from what you can tell. DM if I just like at some point during that walk because I was I'm keeping watch, knowing seeing that everybody's obviously not doing so. Mm-hmm. Brim is kind of trying to just be vigilant and make sure that nothing slips by, but I do want to um, go up to um, Thessaly at mm-hmm. some point and um, I'll just say, how's she doing? Well, I mean, I think her whole world got a little shattered there, so um, considering she's really holding it together. All of the, um, all I ever heard about Oma was how much more advanced she was than all of the other disciples at the monastery. That's true ten times over. I'm glad she's doing all right. As well as can be. All right is relative. Um, I think she'll need time. Hopefully there are more answers in store. I think that'll help. There's so much unknown still. It would I think it would bother anyone very deeply. So if you have um, any insight to give, I think we'd all appreciate it. I don't have much. Hmm. And uh, how do you feel about your um, your quest of finding the source of this magic and assessing it? Well, it's only been about five or six hours, so mm-hmm. still on the fence. Still on the fence. Good, good, good. <laughs> All right, then. <laughs> and I'm just going to give you a look that's like, I will be keeping an eye on you. <laughs> I think we can both agree she's been through enough for a lifetime, though, wouldn't you say? I'm not here to make anybody's life worse if I can help it. Good to know. And I will sort of walk back as, as wherever we're headed to, just kind of briskly walk ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> is everyone staying together as a group trying to find these streets, or are we splitting yeah, up? That would be my Generally. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Um, okay. Then I am going to have the group make a group uh, investigation check. Okay. See how long it takes you to make your way through these streets. Get them. We in these streets. <laughs> That's really, really good. I'm not. All right, smart. shout him out when you got him. Natural twenty. Ooh, 20. natural twenty. Nine. Uh, Twenty-three. Why did I go back to that dice? I already. Twenty-three. Uh, a twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, it seems like Flynn, Brim, and Kellick are taking charge of this. Um, as you all are keeping your heads on a swivel, um, you are sort of crossing over the, the sort of eastern portion of the town. And I would assume, Seeker, are you, just from your comment earlier, are you keeping people away from the town center? Uh, no. I, no? If, okay. If we're near it, if we come near it at some point, I do want to check and see if there are more bulletins of the crew. Okay. I'm going to have you make a separate investigation check for that. Okay. Um, a 12. A 12. Mm. Okay. So the group is sort of going street by street. Um, and at 
pretty much the same moment. Mm-hmm. Flynn, Brim, and Kellek all see Broad Street just up on your right. Mm-hmm. So you all walk over there. And as you take the, the road over to Broad Street, uh, Seeker, you do see posted in the front of one store the same exact wanted poster mm-hmm. we had seen previously. But you all make it to Broad Street. And then... I was yeah. just going to ask, does it give any indication as to why? I, I can't remember. Was there... Like, you know, it says unwanted posters. Like like, there was, what, yeah. what are the crimes or no. things listed? It doesn't give uh, any it does not. It does not give, but cool. in your travels... Um, or any, like, contact information or there anything? Was, there was <laughs> contact yeah, information yeah, on there. Like there was... There and I will need to pull it up because that's on the page. Right? Hassel, right? Uh, yes. It said, yeah. oh, okay. it said right. any okay. indication report that's to right. or Barrett Hassel. with and post um, <laughs> But you do know that um, for the most part in Kaldur, um, a lot of crimes are treated almost with the same level. So in certain cases, it doesn't even really matter what they did. If they are wanted, every everyone has got to pull together to get these people. Them there's just uh, lawbreakers. They got to go. That's right. Yeah. Criminal. Um, so you would sort of know that it's not unusual to not see what they're wanted for. Um, but yeah, so secret. So you do see I that. see it on that one. Do I see it on any other shops? Like just glancing. Just left. the one for now, but it is dark out. Yeah, yeah. Um, the stars are kind of reflecting off of windows. Mm-hmm. You could be missing some. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you all make it to Broad Street. You take a left. And you start walking down until you all eventually hit Fisher's Way. Mm. And you look. And at these crossroads, it seems to be almost at the edge of town. So two of the corners don't even have buildings or establishments on them. And then there are two at the other, right across from each other. On one end, it appears that there is a little shop. You've got some windows out front. The door is closed. You don't see a sign. Um, it looks like a little corner store, maybe a, a little family shop. Um, but then on the other side, you see a small cottage, um, a, a little two-story home. And that's what you see at these crossroads. What would you all like to do? Look to Alma. Yeah, I'm glancing at Alma. We're all there. Should we go mm-hmm. in? Um... What, what do you think it is? Uh, do you want to look through the monocle? No? Worth a shot. Um, I, I pick up the monocle and I look Where around. Are you I'm going to look at both the shop and then the house. Okay. Um, you don't see anything. It, it's the exact same view, just through glass. Um, I'm going to turn to the other two corners that are empty. Same thing. There's nothing. I l- look at Brim. We could... Um, Get inside. Take a look. Um, inside which one? Both. DM, casually looking at these things, do they, does, uh, which one appears to be more recently lived in, used, like which one's better kept? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to have you make a, you could do insight or perception. Uh, it's going to be a dirty 20. That's nope. a good dirty Why? 20. Okay. That's good I'm scared. Um, <laughs> you look at the shop, mm-hmm. and it seems pretty well kept. Um, also, knowing that you are in Kaldur, mm-hmm. a 
prominently dwarven nation. Mm -hmm. The ceilings are a little bit lower. Mm -hmm. The front door is a little bit lower. You look at the cottage across the street, one of maybe the few buildings in Sunplume that you've seen that is accommodating to what are probably full-grown humans. Mm. Um, And, Mm. you know, um, overgrown bushes in the front. Um, Mm. The grass is a little too tall. Um, It looks a little disheveled. Unless this is a temple to Amriel, I think this would be the place. So we just go in? I don't think anybody's going to be inside. Just go uh, in and take a look around. I'll, I'll walk up and... I'll walk up to it and look back, kind of look for objections across the faces of everyone. No not, objection! Not coming, yep. No. Yep. Uh, then I will just listen at the door. Um, are, there win- are there any windows? Can I? There are windows, yeah. Um, I'm, I'm they, I want to look in. I'm most of the windows are boarded up, yeah. but you, some of the mm. boards are shifted a little bit so you can see inside. Are there any that look like they're easy to enter or am I just going to go pick a lock? If there is a lock. Um, I'll let you be the judge of that. Uh, the front door, there is an obvious lock. Um, and then on the windows, they are boards that are nailed into the frames themselves. Mm-hmm. So with those, it would probably be a matter of unhinging those and then getting into whatever window is behind it mm-hmm. versus uh, a front door with a what looks like a traditional lock. Yeah, I don't want to get dirty. Okay. Uh, go to the front door and uh, try and... I will. I will pick the lock. Okay, I'm going to have you make a sleight of hand check for me. Say, uh, 27. A 27. Jeez. Um, okay. You, like, <laughs> with not even a half a turn, um, you get this thing open. You were expecting, you know, maybe even a half-decent lock, but this seemed to be a pretty easy lock to pick before it, the whole place was disheveled, so it's mm. it's real easy. Nice work. Just nod. Um, and the door swings open in front of you. I'm going to assess the room and, and start to walk in carefully. Okay. Um, you see a sort of a larger entryway. Mm-hmm. Um, you see a couple of couches that the the interior cushioning has been completely ripped out and, mm. and destroyed. Um, you see a fireplace off to your left that has very clearly not been used in some time. Um, but for the most part, you see a pretty empty ground floor. It seems that everything that was here is probably taken out at some point. So, I'll... I'm gonna look back and motion to everybody to come. Mm-hmm. Alright. I'll follow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And as they enter, I'm gonna close the door just so it doesn't... Yeah. Alright. Um, and as you all are stepping in, the, the wood flooring here, every step you take creaks. Um, even Seeker and Brim those who are light of foot, you can't step anywhere without a creaking no, board. Noticing that, I'm going to look at Kalik and then I'm going to look at Thess and say, <laughs> is this what it feels like to be sneaking as you? This is terrible. Sorry? I, I, I'm doing my best. I'm just staring daggers at you for that comment. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, okay. Sometimes the truth hurts. <laughs> I will continue uh, checking the space. I chuckle. And bless you. Sure. Just a little. <laughs> okay. Um, Seeker, you are checking the space. I'm going to have you make an investigation check for me. Weeha. 
Can I um, help? May I help Seeker? Of course. Uh, either a separate role or an assist. And as I, yeah, I'll just look at these, these someone searched or, or, or something was in these cushions, perhaps. And let's um, look I'll, around. Oh, I'll, no. I'll give oh, you no. advantage. Okay. Oh. I won't. Um, maybe just put the monocle on at this point. Okay, something pops up. Hey. Okay, well, might you put the monocle on, looking around. Um, at this point, doesn't mm-hmm. seem to be any visible change. <laughs> Do I see any writing on things? I mean, I've wow. been able to see writing that no one else has. So I'm, I'm looking like That's for unreal. specifically anything, any writing. Um, you, are you exploring the house or just stationary looking around? I'm exploring. Okay. Um, you walk over and on the ground floor, just past this entry, um, this entry room, uh, there was a kitchen. And you go and you see in the in the corner, just sort of thrown about, there seem to be a couple of like recipes. Um, you're looking at those; seems to be pretty standard recipes, no hidden messages from what you can tell. Um, there, you're looking around. It seems to be like this this house has just been picked apart. No, no writing that you can see. Nothing etched into the walls. Anything like that. Okay. I got a I got a nine. Oh. It was impressive. I would, yeah. What do I? What do I? What do I? Uh... Oh, with a nine, um, uh, all you can tell on mm-hmm. this on this ground floor is that this thing has been picked clean. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you're looking through, Seeker, you um, you can see that. I mean, someone without your background probably wouldn't notice this, but you notice um, in some of the floorboards. There's just a little bit of a chip in some of the corners, almost as if someone had come in, stuck a knife or something in, and actually pried up the floorboards before putting them back. Mm. Um, so you see that some parts of this were probably picked apart by experts. Some was probably taken out in other ways. Um, but after looking around, all you can find is the uh, staircase in the center of the home going up to a second story. Okay. Uh I didn't find a lot, but these floorboards have been moved. I don't know by whom. Uh, I, I could, if you give me some time, try to find any magical essence here. Uh, I, I need some time if maybe someone wants to check the floor. And I will point to the spots that I notice. Yeah, I'll walk over to it. Check it out. Okay. Um, are you pulling up the floorboards? Yeah, <clears throat> yeah I'll, I'll, uh, I'll reach in my bag and grab like a, a dagger and just kind of like... Go to move them. Okay. See if I can work um, them out. A, a couple of them, you sort of have to pull the nail up too mm-hmm. and move it. You can see in a couple of different areas around the house, there are these sort of secret storage areas. And as you pluck them up one by one, there's nothing in any of them. Mm. Mm. No, there's nothing nothing in here, Seeker. As he, I'm pulling out my stuff, I'm ritual casting Detect Magic. Do I see the staircase? You do. It's I'm, right in the middle of I'm the I'm going to go up the stairs to okay. the next floor. Do you have right. a monocle on? Yeah, I have, okay, I've been, I'm I've, looking through it and looking... Nice. Uh, do I see Oma going up the stairs? Um, as you are, you're sort of bent over, you're prying these okay. things up. Um, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say, Oma, you're, you're able to go up the stairs. Um, and as you look around, you see a, a pretty standard second floor. You see a hallway going down. You see what are probably bedrooms mm-hmm. on either side. And right at the end of the hallway, um, where you would expect to see probably a window going out to the front, you see another door. But you only see it 
with the eye with the monocle on. Mm, okay. It's almost this half illusion with the monocle that you have. I'm going to open the door. Ooh. You walk down to the end of the hallway and you open the door and it is a staircase going down, which mm. as you are looking through the eye without the monocle should be impossible. This should be the front wall of sure. the house. I'm going to follow it. Okay. You go down into this dark staircase. You leaving the door open behind you or are you closing it? I'm not focusing on closing it. So I, I just, I, I'm just continuing. So okay. I wouldn't think to turn around and close it. Don't roll. <laughs> don't you roll don't, on me. Don't roll you, on me. You, don't, you, <laughs> said you're not thinking about it. Okay. You are walking down the staircase and you do not notice behind you the door slowly <laughs> creaks, closed, okay. mm-hmm. clicks mm-hmm. shut. Okay. We're watching her. What the hell? You walk down these stairs mm-hmm. and you probably walk down maybe two flights of stairs, what would be two floors. Sure. Before you get to a much larger room. And by the time you get there, it is well lit. Um, it, it almost seems that from sort of the corners, the the seals where the wall and the ceiling meet, mm-hmm. there seems to be a light emanating from there without necessarily a source, but it's just enough to illuminate this entire room. It's, it's a very sort of convenient blanket light. Okay. And right there in the center of this empty room, you see a pedestal with a sort of a wooden ball on it. The wood forms this this shell on the outside, and you can see there are patterns sort of etched in to where the wood ball is hollow on the inside. And you see a, a light blue glow from the inside and a little button on top. That's all I see in this entire room is just the pedestal and the just wooden ball. Just the pedestal ball. with the wooden ball. Uh, yeah, so I want to go over to the pedestal and the wooden ball, and I want to see if there's any writing on it. Anything? Any? Uh, you said there's etchings, but I want to know what. Uh, it seems it was. It's um, not necessarily etchings, but it seems that there is sort of this wooden shell on the outside, and there's almost like these wave patterns mm-hmm. carved into it, so that you can see into that blue glow sure. in the center. What do I see without the monocle? That it doesn't appear that the monocle is showing you anything different Mm. than what your eyes are seeing. Okay, so now I just see. Correct. Um. Okay, I'll push the button. Okay, you push the button. I mean, don't give me a lever and uh, tell me to push the button. I'm just afeard. (laughs) You push the button, and the blue light from within glows a little bit brighter, Mm -hmm. a little bit brighter. It almost seems to fill this wooden orb. And then this smoky light begins to pour out and pour out onto the ground. And it starts to coalesce as this wooden ball floats up into the air. Some of the the wood, uh, the light from the interior of the wood starts to gather on the top, creating this, this ball. And there are shapes that come out from the side of it. And after a couple of moments, the light starts to form these almost laser point connections creating this silhouette of blue light in front of you. And after another moment, it seems to create a humanoid figure in front of you mm-hmm. with this wooden ball forming at the chest. You can see these points of light, um, almost like a constellation moving around, and you see the silhouette of a person. But it's this almost jagged form where none of the shapes are round. It is all lines being created. Mm-hmm. As in front of you, you see a probably about six foot tall, blue glowing humanoid. 
How may I be of service? I don't recognize you. Are you new around here? Um, yes. Oh, good. What's your name? Oma. Hi, Oma. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> Who are you? I am uh, the house companion. I am here to help in whatever you need. Why are you hidden? I'm not hidden? Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am in my normal place. What do you do? I assist the head of the household with whatever they need. Who's the head of the household? Lady Alexandra. And you share a striking resemblance. Oh. Um. Do you know when you were last awake? I do not, no. I do know most days I am conscious, but I cannot tell when uh, the last time I was. Well, this house has been empty for a while. Oh, no. And they it, forget for a week again? Um, They I know don't, I don't like it when that happens. I don't think so. Oh, good. I think it's been longer. But I don't think they forgot. What do you mean? Uh, two weeks? Don't tell me it was three. Well, I don't know how long it's been. What's um, the state of the house? There's pretty cooking bad. and cleaning that needs to be done. It looks pretty bad out there and kind of like picked apart. And the lawn is overgrown. Oh, no. And the windows are boarded up. Um... So, there seems to be a lot to do. Um... Not really. I don't understand why I'm here. I thought there'd be more information. Not that you're not nice. What information are you looking for? I know Lady Alexandra didn't like children down here, so I would... Assume she doesn't know that you're here. Um, let's get you back upstairs, and uh, we can start this out with her. Okay. Okay, if you would like to follow me. And he reaches out his hand. Each finger is sort of this jagged, geometric shape and reaches his hand out to, to inviting you to grab his. When I grab it, is it s solid? Um, yeah, it's almost like... Um, it, it rebounds almost in like a jelly type of way. Ooh, okay. But after after a second, it does hold firm. Yeah, I'm just going to let him lead me out. Okay. Um, as you both walk up the stairs, he as you're walking up the stairs, he sort of takes the lead for a couple of seconds, opens up the door in front of you and ushers you back out. And he leads you back down the hallway and he starts to walk down the steps. Does this look like you remember? No. 
not at all. I'm going to have to go back and get my supplies. This is a disaster. I'm going to have to repaint and, and broom and, and sweep. And Oh, mm-hmm. the hedges out front are atrocious. I don't know what I'm going to start with. I don't think you need to start with anything. Look at the state of this house. This is unacceptable. Yeah, but no one really needs the house anymore, so... I'm I'm sorry, I don't catch your meaning. I don't think anyone lives here anymore. Um, no. I'm sorry, you're incorrect. Okay. Um, give me one moment as he walks down the stairs and sees the rest of the party <laughs> Flynn overturning the, the baseboards everyone else <laughs> looking around uh, get out of this house excuse you uh, excuse me excuse you shoo as he, he <laughs> reaches over behind a cabinet and pulls this little broom out and starts to wave it at you <laughs> out, out hold on Ed. what 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 are you? What manner of creature is this? I'm like slowly walking down the stairs. Ulma? Yeah. Where'd you go? What I didn't did you know find? you wandered off. This is the spirit of the house. What? The spirit of the house? Yeah, he was a ball. What? And then I opened him up. Spirit is a bit of a stretch. I'm the caretaker of this house, and you all are trespassing. We absolutely are not. Ulma invited us inside. Then I'm so sorry. He puts the broom back. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Guests, can I make you a cup of tea? Uh, are you all hungry? In, in my head, uh, the first thing we heard, like vaguely, was like the hedges are atrocious. <laughs> like from upstairs. just from downstairs. <laughs> in my head, came. Like, I'm great. sorry. I'm sorry. I, didn't mean to... I don't. The, the an- answers. Oh my! What? What is going? Where did you? Why? Who? What? I don't know why the paper brought us here. I just saw a door, but the only thing in the door was him. Oh. And he's not very paper helpful. paper brought you here? Yeah, a paper. Uh, who who lived here exactly? Um, Lady Exandra, Teresa, Clara. Hi. The, the Bagneys? That is them? Right. Um... What's the last interaction you had with them? Do you recall? Um, I, last interaction I had was, um, I was cleaning up. I was putting things away. I was getting the house in order. I was helping them pack, but nothing did do they... You, do you know what they were remember. packing for? They say where they were bound. No, but they seem to be in a hurry. Did they have a baby with them? No, not while they were packing. Although I do recall seeing one a few days before that. Hi. Hello. I think I'm that baby. And if you could see a flat <laughs> geometric face just look at you with bewilderment that is what is happening you you see it just in the body language sort of a, a slump and almost defeated it was more than three weeks ago wasn't it probably something closer to 12 years 
Um. Good. Um. Good. Good. Um. It gives me a lot of work to do. Um. I think I'm gonna go get started. If you all, um, can I make yourselves at That's home? It. And he turns around and he rushes up the stairs. Oh. <laughs> I'm still in a trance. Um, I don't know why we came here. That's what the uh, monocle showed you. Yeah, I can see if there's anything else. But he may know something about your family. Just, they'd have to extract it from him somehow. It seems that he's pretty service-oriented. Oh. Uh, it would have to be something like helping pack or, or something that would give us the details that we need. Though, I will say, I don't know... Uh, that we need to find out why... why they were being pursued or... Okay. Or I'll how start walking back up the stairs. Powers came to be. But other than that, I, I don't know what exactly we're after here. Okay. I'm gonna go back up the stairs. Um, do I see him anywhere? Um, are you going back into that room? It I'm seems just that looking you... around. Okay. Um, you don't see anything. You see that the door to that secret room is open, though. Do I see anything else with the monocle or just that secret room? Just that secret room. Alright, well then I'll go back in there. Okay. Um, as you descend down the stairs, you start to hear um, this like click, 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 click. As you descend down the stairs and you see sort of sitting down in the corner, um, you see that this this construct has sort of grabbed the wooden ball in his chest and is like furiously trying to click the button mm. on top of the ball. Um, uh... It appears that this isn't working. Um, may need more of a um, human touch. Would you mind uh, just helping me? And just press this button for me what real quick. What does it do? Um, it does wonderful things. It dispenses uh, candy for children. <laughs> that's not what it did when you came to life. No, but that's what it does now. Can you please just, just real quick. What's wrong? Everything is totally fine. Um, you will get your candy and uh, <laughs> we will be fine. <laughs> Everything will be okay. Is he standing in the corner? Is he sitting he's in the corner? He's sitting he... in the corner, and at this point, he's he's sort of like mm. standing up and almost approaching you. Um, I'm just gonna go towards him and hold his like grab grab onto his hand and like sit down and tug him to sit down with me at the pedestal, like at the base of the pedestal. Um, I don't think that button gives candy. And I don't really want candy right now anyway. Right now, I think you might be the only person who knows my parents. And I'd like to know what you know, if you know anything. Um, because I can't get any information from them anymore. Um... How about this? We make a deal. Um, I tell you whatever you want to know. I'll give you all the information you want. And then um, 
you press this button and promise to never press it again. You want to go away? Um. Who would you like to know? Mm. It's okay, I understand wanting to hide. I don't know. Do you know why they were packing? Um, I found it a, a, a point of politeness to not ask any intrusive questions. Um, I was just there to help. Um, I, I don't know exactly what they were packing for, um, but it, it seemed that they were taking, um, possessions that were probably most valuable. So, sometimes I don't ask questions, but I overhear things. I'm around, and I'm so small, and sometimes people don't know I'm around. And I'm pretty good at sneaking, so sometimes they don't know I'm around either. So I can get a lot of information just by hearing it. Is there anything weird you heard around the days before they left? It seemed that there was uh, sort of a, a, a change uh, that had happened. Um, there was a necklace that was very valuable to Lady Alexandra. And um, one day she was out. And when she came back, she didn't have it anymore. And she informed everyone that they needed to pack very quickly. And I was there to assist with that. Um, but she never went anywhere without this necklace. And she was always very careful to keep it on her and, and to be wearing it. Um, but one day she left with the baby and the necklace and came back with neither. I then helped her pack a few goats and um, uh, we grabbed Clara's bow um, I had assumed they were going out for a hunting trip, um, and I helped them out the door, and then I came down here and waited. You know how long the baby was around before it went away? Not but two or three days. hunted with a bow and Alexandra had the necklace could anybody do magic I, I'm not supposed to tell anyone but every once in a while I would see Lady Alexandra um, uh, cast something or um, do something spectacular and I was never supposed to tell anyone but yes I believe she could Why weren't you allowed to tell anyone? It was uh, the utmost importance that I keep it a secret. Um, I, come to think of it, I was never told why. How long were you with them? Well, I was with Lady Alexandra quite some time. She had commissioned me from a shop owner, and I was in her service for 
Six. Seven hundred years? Oh. And then came Teresa and then Clara after that. And pretty soon I was in service to the entire household. And thereby extension you. Wow. Do you know why they lived for so long? Um, I haven't the faintest. But it was part of my duties to um, be very quiet and to, um, well, and he reaches in and, and grabs the wooden ball and he almost, he turns part of the shell a little bit and it seems to click into place and he turns invisible and you can see, or you can hear a click back and he appears again. Um, it's part of my job to sneak into certain places and alter records that would show that humans would live this long. It was a peculiar case. I've never seen any else like it. Wow. And you don't know where she got magic from? Um... Um. No. Do I believe them? Make an insight check. (laughs) (laughs) Plus seven, so that's a nineteen. Nineteen. Um. Yeah, that was a lie, and yeah, in the same vein as when he said that there's a lot to protect earlier. That's probably what is there's an attempt to do here. is I think that necklace might have been protecting Alexandra and I have it too now and I show him but it's broken and I don't and I don't want anyone to find me but I do have to find a way to get it fixed and I don't know anything. Came here just kind of hoping I'd learn something. Um. Well, uh, good luck on your journey, and I'm sure you can uh, find everything that you will need to. Um. Don't don't go digging into this. I like turn to him and I and I say, Yeah, but. It's not about digging. I mean, they found all of them. And they turned them to glass. And I don't want to be glass. So if you know where the magic came from or anything that you're not telling me I I do need you to tell me and you did promise me that you would tell me and give me answers and you kind of belong to me you make some (laughs) good points yep 
well, you're mine now. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I... It would be logical to think that ownership would then transfer on to you. And if that's the case, then my primary motivation, which is to serve the head of the household, would then technically not be broken by not telling you what I didn't promise not to tell mm-hmm. anyone else mm-hmm. when I previously didn't make the promise not to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I... I there's a lot of knots there, but I, I think you're on the right track. <laughs> I I believe I am too. Um, give me one moment. As he steps back and he walks over to the, the pedestal that the little wood ball had originally been on and um, he sort of takes the top of it and, and puts his hand over the top of it and starts twisting this pedestal that breaks into almost like five different pieces and starts rotating the different pieces, mm. almost locking them into place as you hear a final boom as the pedestal sinks hey, into oh. the ground. And you can see all of the seals that were shedding light from the ceiling and at the floor, um, right where the, the walls hit the ceiling and the floor. You can see them just start to slide out and move out just about an inch mm-hmm. as they begin to rotate and all of the walls each one of them rotates back mm-hmm. and completely flips over all of them except for one which this light creature then walks over to it and it's always one of them and <laughs> <laughs> it sort of starts kicking the wall a little bit and yanking oh, this God. thing down That's as funny. you can hear the gears whirring and turning <laughs> as he as he puts all of his strength into it and boom the final wall clicks into place and you can see bookshelves. You can see um, a, a little station with uh, that you are very familiar with, a little um, like chemical mixing station. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can see almost like uh, what would almost be like a miniature woodworking and metalworking bench. But right in the middle, you see a, a series of papers and books mm. and, um, and all of these, these different components there as well um so welcome home um these are all uh open to to you to use but i think over here if you're looking for information this is probably um your your best bet um unfortunately um shoot and he sort of does a quick pat down um starts looking back and forth give me one moment, shoot. And he runs back up the stairs. And as he's running up the stairs, you hear, shoot, shoot. I know, I, where could it have gone? Well, I mean, it's been 12 years. It could have been anywhere, I guess. Um, under, okay, no, um, um, shoot. And he runs back down the stairs. What are you looking for? Um, you see that right over there, right in the middle? And you see like a little wooden display case right in the middle. Um, and in the middle, you see a foggy green gem with a chunk mm-hmm. taken out of it. Mm-hmm. Um, that was very important. And oh. it's um, okay. It's okay. We found it. 
Ooh, okay. Um, <laughs> that would have been very bad. Alexandra I had it with her. And we have okay. it now. You can go. My friends are down upstairs and downstairs. I catch your meaning. And you can bring them in here if you want, if you're allowed to. I'm okay with it. Okay. Um, makes me very uncomfortable, but if that's what oh. you want. Um, um, they might help me understand. Okay. And also one of them has that stone. They're your friends, right? Yeah, they're like my family. Okay. Give me one moment. But you I... don't have to listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. There she is. Um, I'm back. <laughs> as he runs up the stairs, and as you can hear him running down the hallway, friends, friends, who has the stone? Who has the stone? What? As you all see this creature of light uh, come down the steps and almost sort of trip on the last two steps. Uh, who has it? I don't, who? Who? Who has it? He's uh, a bit odd. Calm. Love that we're all just standing in the living room like being boozled. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm, I was guessing that was ten minutes of interaction. Oh yes. Yeah. So I'm out of my detect magic uh, ritual and um, putting my stuff away. At this point, you get a heavy sense of magic upstairs and at the end of the hall. <laughs> okay, everybody. I think I know what the. <laughs> Magic is. You open your eyes and there's a creature. Yeah, yeah. come with me. There's a magical door upstairs and at the end of the hallway <laughs> that we need to go down. Um, oh. that's where. Who are you? What are you? I am the keeper of the house. Do you have a name? Um, they just called me keeper. Um, keeper. Okay. I don't. That's that's my name. I guess. All right. Um, who has the stone? I do. What do you need it for? I was instructed not to take uh, instructions from you. <laughs> so I am going to choose not to answer that. <laughs> we should all go to the magical door up in, upstairs and down the hall. That That's is. an appropriate course of action. What he said. All right. All right. What Kalik said. Let's go. You you lead the way, Keeper. Please. Keeper. Okay. My name is Sika. It's very close. <laughs> to your name. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Good. Okay. Life lessons. I just I just screw my face up for computer. Yeah. Um we all know common? Yes. <laughs> I yeah. Okay. To varying degrees, yes. Let's go. Um as he bolts up the stairs down the hallway, um, and opens up the door at the end of the hallway, the door is wide open, so as to be visible to all of you. Um, as you follow him down two flights of stairs mm -hmm. and see Olma in this room that is Holy looks like night. a mixture of a laboratory, a workstation, a library, all these different Ooh, things. I think I, I found Alexandra's void. Am I getting pings of magic off of any yes. of the items in, or areas in here? Um, or is it all magic? You, uh, no. The only essence of magic that you get is from the door that hmm. brought you down. Nothing in here really actually seems to be um, magic except for the except for the memory crystal. Got it. Seems your love of uh, potion brewing is an inherited trait, Alma. Right. Maybe. Look over at the station. Um, I'll produce the, I'll, I'll float the um, 
I will pull the green gem out of my bag with my mage hand and float it over to Oma. I don't want to touch it um, yet. So is this what you're looking for, Keeper? That is the exact piece. What do we do with it? Um, oh, I'm going to have to put it back together. Um, it might take some time, but um, I have everything that I'll need here. Um, if you all want to begin looking through, we've got books and journals and uh, maps that you all can look through while I'm taking you, care of this. You said I should look through over here, and I point to like what the is it the book area or yeah, what, what area? What, it, what specific with, area did he um, point? There, out? there is a specific bookshelf that he was um, referring to. It seems as you're doing a quick look over, it seems that um, there is one bookshelf that is mainly like purchased books. Um, books, uh, almost encyclopedia-like. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some that just have like general knowledge, and then there are some, there is a section that is dedicated to personal journals, um, personal things okay. that that they have written. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll um. I think these are journals, everyone. So if you want to help you look on. Yeah, that's fine. Can I help Find you? Some relevant information. Um. Please. Yeah, but don't get distracted and um, remember that you're looking to help me. Okay. And not to learn more about magic. Okay. <laughs> Eyes on the goal, Flynn. I can, I can do both, but okay. Let's do one. Fine. So yeah. And I'll start looking okay. through. through. Yeah. All right. Um, as Keeper takes the shard of the memory crystal and he goes up to the display case, um, carefully opens it up, grabs the rest of the memory crystal, and then goes over to one of the workbenches. Um, every once in a while, he'll like grab a component um, and, and sort of begins fusing these two pieces back together. Um, everyone who is looking through the journal section specifically. Um, I'm going to have you make an investigation check. If I may, um, Brim is a newcomer here, so he is going to go over to Oma. Hey, Oma, I know this is your family stuff. Would you like me to help? I mean, the more eyes, the faster we get the information. But, like, don't, like, try to kill me with it or anything, or, like, turn me into anybody, or, or like, <laughs> I don't know, do good things with it. Brim, I, I, I kind of smile at you. I say, I don't think I could even if I wanted to. So, I won't. Don't worry. And even if you wanted to, I could seal this room shut and kill you by removing all of the oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> so just keep that in mind, friend. Doesn't it also kill the Ooh. head of the household? Um, no. So uh, what I can do is I can selectively remove oxygen from the room. So Oma would be totally fine. The rest of you, <laughs> dead on the spot. Got it. Hey, Brim, don't <laughs> do anything, okay? <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I kind of like him. I, I have like a bemused smile as I'm picking up the books and, and starting to go through. Yeah. I look right. over at Thessaly and just <laughs> narrowed eyes. <laughs> Who is specifically looking through the journal's bookcase? Me. Me. Olma and Kellick. Investigation. Were the, were the bookcases again? It was it was encyclopedia stuff, stuff they bought and journals? Yes. Okay. What is, Brim, what are you looking at? I've asked everyone to look at journals. Oh, I thought you said look for stuff so, for you. I'll do. Um... I, I've asked everyone to look up stuff for you that like pertains to you. That pertains to like where yeah. my magic could come from, which I would imagine is in 
Yeah, I mean, because I would like to go to the encyclopedia and see if there's any like books about her lineage or something like that, or like okay. m- m- origins of magic or something. Maybe I will allow that if you will that, allow that. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Everyone who's looking in the journal section, investigation mm-hmm. checks, please, and then mm-hmm. let me know once you roll. Sixteen. So yeah, I'm gonna go over Brim 16. where you are. I'm gonna sit down with you and pick up a journal. Okay. Okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Brim. Six. Six. <laughs> Leslie? I was the worst student. I got a two. Two. Okay. Seeker? 23. 23. 23. Okay. Nice. Um, and Kellogg, like Sorry, what was Kellex? Uh, it's 14. 14 and Olma's 16. 16. Okay. So nice, Olma nice. and uh, Seeker, um, you guys are looking through and you're starting to, to pull down journals. Um, Desley, Brim, and Kellick, you're pulling down journals and it's um, huff to find and you're just not mm-hmm. picking up on anything it seems to be that you're you're just finding like day-to-day journals mm-hmm. stuff that doesn't have too much importance on what you guys are looking for um it's it's journals that are describing um you know today i went to the the market and i saw my friend and we were it, it's <laughs> generally that sort of stuff nothing too um important or heavy i mean if you've been alive 700 years some of your journals are pretty yeah. mundane well, we know the Red Wolves weren't after them for their exquisite prose. <laughs> um, Olma, you are, you pull down, first journal that you pulled down. Okay. Um, it appears to be older than the rest of the other journals. And when I say older, I mean possibly a couple hundred years older. Um, and as you are flipping through, the first bit of the book is almost chronicling like a workout regimen. <laughs> it is like lifting weights and it is acrobatics and it is stuff that isn't actually too dissimilar from your monk training. Okay. Um, things like that of strengthening the body and the mind. Mm-hmm. Um, the next little section is um, seems to be notes on another book. So it seems as though probably... Um, Lady Alexandra was reading another book and then taking notes on that book in this journal. Sure. Um, but high-level theoretical spells coming through here. You recognize some of the base components that of spells that you have cast yourself, but looking through, it seems that there is expansions upon those spells. Mm-hmm. Seeker, mm-hmm. you were looking through. Oh, can I ask a question? Yes. That sense that I got off of Alma, that I now kind of recognize as the essence of Loris, and like, do I have any of that in this house and around this stuff? Make an Arcana check. Yeah. Religion check? Question mark. Or religion? I will let you do either. I'm equally bad at both. But <laughs> I got a really good roll. Yeah. Ooh. An eleven. An eleven. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Um, you are going through, you pull down a journal, um, and you sort of, you're peeking over at everyone else who is pulling down a journal, and, um, you can see that there are three pretty distinct handwriting styles here. Um, one is fairly, like, um, it's like real sort of cursive, and there's some flair at the end of words. Uh, one of them is a little bit more practical, and then one of them is just straight up common there's no frills to any of it mm-hmm. um but then the journal that you pick up you're sort of looking and eyeing everyone else's this isn't any of those 
um, this is something different. This is something that seems um, less loose in its form. It is extremely rigid in the way that it is written. And you see that it appears to be a travel journal chronicling explorations to different places, meeting of different types of people, Mm. different cultures, taking notes on just uh, almost just like a, a vacation travel journal, almost. And then as you're flipping through, a page falls out at the end of it and you open it up and it's a map. Mm. Mm. You can see a map of Elbor. Mm. Mm. And you mm-hmm. can see mm. <laughs> certain mm-hmm. illustrations and markings on it yep. indicating islands all around Elbor. But then you think to yourself, you've seen Flynn's map of Elbor. Mm-hmm. These islands are not on Flynn's map. <laughs> then you see down in the corner a chronicling of an island moving, appearing, no appearing in one way. place, then disappearing the next day. Oh, no. Appearing in another place and then disappearing. That's and as just you a get, myth. As you get to the end of the journal, <laughs> you start to get the sense of uh, this almost obsession with finding this island. And you see a couple of, of journal entries where whoever wrote it was close. But by the time they got there, the island had already disappeared and moved on to a different location. Huh. And by the end of the journal, you get this this frantic obsession feeling huh. of finding this island. Does the does the writing become less rigid? Is it just the like- writing does become less rigid? Um, the last journal entry that you read was a promising lead on where the island was, and that whoever wrote this journal had plenty of time to get there. You see no other indications after that. Flynn. Me. The book that you pick up, I'm actually going to roll for this one. Do you want to tell you what I rolled? Yes. Uh, one second, one second. It was investigation, right? Yes. Bah, 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 bah. It is 16. I rolled a 16 as well. Amazing. So let me see what that one is. Meets it, beats it. Is this, I don't know if that's is this a DC? That, it, yeah, it, it, no, that has no bearing on this. Finds the exact answer to yeah. Oma's back. That's Three. what I'm feeling. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, you find uh, a um, factual sort of basis on the magic of Lauris, almost as if okay. um, you know magic is is this weird and strange thing, mm-hmm. but almost chronicling it as though it were a science. Um, now, you know that it's it's not. It's it's a more mystical and arcane thing. Right. But it is, notes are taken within this almost as if you were to write in your bestiary taking notes of a, a magical creature. Um, statistics are in there. Um, different power levels, different uh, studies of creatures who use Lauris's magic, um, different creatures that are born and uh, raised within Genboldir and have some sort of magical essence imbued within them. And that is what you find. Okay. Kellick. Mm. You go up and you're looking through. 
and you see all these journals and, and everything. And then you see one book that's a little bit thicker than the rest of them. And you notice that it's thicker because it's not just pages. It looks like, as you pull it down, there are sketches within this book. There are several paintings. Okay. And as you open up, you start to see some family portraits. Mm. Oma. Keeper walks over to you. Mm-hmm. Um, memory crystal's done. Here you go. And he reaches out your hand, slaps the memory <laughs> crystal down into your hand. Oh, crap. Okay. You can feel your consciousness lifted. You are oh. no longer Oma. Mm-hmm. You are then thrust into another life, another person. Okay. Kellek, you look at this first <laughs> image. Mm-hmm. You see... Oh. Couple humans. You see a what appears to be a father and a mother standing mm. in the back with a probably about five year old daughter, could be okay. give or take. Mm-hmm. They all are smiling, happy, looks like a pretty cohesive family unit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in the bottom, inscribed, you see the caption Lord Afton, Lady Afton, and daughter. Alexandra. Okay. Okay, we're further back. You are five years old. (laughs) You are in the middle of a living room. (laughs) Look around. This is home. This is not the living room that you just came in downstairs, (laughs) but it is familiar to you. It is home. (laughs) You have a little ball in your hands. It's sort of this rubbery ball, and you're sitting on a rug. Passing the ball back and forth with your dad. He's sitting on the opposite end of the carpet from you. Smiling at you, passing the ball back and forth. You pass the ball back. Your father does not accept it as you look up and his eyes have rolled back and they have now turned black. Okay. Your mother rushes over to you, sweeps you up and takes you into another room. All you hear in the living room is murmurs of your father talking to someone. Kellek. Next page. Mm -hmm. You see a family portrait there. You see the same father, a little bit older. You see the same mother. This time, the mother has a little bit of a a baby bump. She's just probably five months into a pregnancy. This is the same mother from the previous? Same mother. Okay. You see Alexandra, grown up a little bit. She looks maybe 10, give or take a year or two. You see not the same smiling faces. You see the father's eyes have sunken back a little bit. You see he's standing there very straight, proper, and stern. Mm -hmm. You see the daughter, Alexandra, Maybe 10 years old, but starting to get some definition in the muscles. Mm. Does she look like Oma? A very similar resemblance. Mm. Yeah. You can see similarities. Absolutely. Mm. And she is almost giving off this determined look. Trying to look serious. Not going to smile for the artist. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you see the mother forcing a smile. In the caption, 
Lord Afton, Lady Afton, and heir Alexandra. Oma, you are 10 years old. Mm-hmm. Gravity has shifted. You are upside down doing a handstand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Your head is looking up in relatively to you. Sure. But on the ground, you are also in the middle of reading a book. A high-level spell scripture book. Okay. After each line you read, you do one handstand push-up. <laughs> Metal. Bam. You so are cool. dripping sweat. Sure. But expertly reading each line. Okay. And documenting in your head. Heck yeah. You feel strong. You feel both strong physically and mentally. Sure. Your mind flashes forward. You're in a small, dark room in front of you. A man, maybe late 30s, tied up, half of his face bloody. His other eye is black. You look up, you see your father. Mm. Your father looks to you, hands you a knife. Kill him. You take the knife, you go back around the back of this man who's tied up and on his knees. You put the knife to his throat. You look away, and you pull your hand back, slicing his throat. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Mm. Kellick. <gasps> Next what family portrait. Family. <laughs> you see father. Okay. Standing there. Still looking almost militant. You do not see mother. And you see now what appears to be maybe just older than Olma. The daughter, Alexandra. Alexandra's head is completely shaved. Uh She looks... She looks like a killer. And in the caption, Lord Afton and heir Alexandra. Oma. Yes? (laughs) You're a teenager. Okay. You are in a small office. Okay. You see your father sitting behind a desk. Appears to be a very important person. Mm-hmm. You can see in the seat across from your father as you listen in on a meeting. You see a woman who looks elven. You can see robes draping over her. You can see a tri ring tattoo on her forehead. Shit. This is someone who you have seen before. <gasps> Artemisia, oh, baby. Oh, it's it's Artemisia. Artemisia. I don't know. Do, does young, it look like a younger looking Artemisia? <laughs> oh no, oh, freaking what? Leans what into your fuck? leans into your father and says, "But the gods have not yet fallen. We have time." <gasps> your father responds. I will not wait until the enemy is at our gate. I refuse. We have to act now. Artemisia. I just, you don't understand. I still have not perfected the ritual. I just, I don't know what effects it will have. (laughs) Your father responds. If you cannot do it, I'm going to find someone who can. Your mind flashes forward. (laughs) You look, and you can see stars in the sky. 
Okay. It's a cool night. The breeze of, of the midnight air is just starting to nip at your skin. Mm-hmm. You realize you're looking up. Your back is laying flat on a stone slab. Uh-huh. Oh, no! You look to your left and to your right. You see on your left probably eight different mages. Uh-huh. On your right, another eight mages. All of different robes and races and of, of different arcane backgrounds. Okay. And over the course of the next ten terrifying minutes, all of the mages in unison begin to cast a spell on you. The sky opens up, and from it, purple lightning begins to rain down, each strike hitting you directly in the chest, each strike more painful than the last. As you feel your body jolt with energy, you feel yourself becoming more and more powerful. You can't contain the power that is now within you. Mm -hmm. As you struggle and you wince, your right arm flails out, and from the tips of your fingers, fire bursts, immediately frying and killing one of the mages as it shoots off and lands, completely dead. The rest of the mages continue their spell. Are they wearing red? Are we mm, already? Different robes. Different, different robes. robes. Okay. But yeah. still, you flip to the next page. Is she the coming storm? You now see... Oh, and Storm, sorry. Oh my gosh. Kellick, as you flip to the next page, you see a father, the same father, uh-huh. a little bit older. You see standing next to him a younger but still militant, determined-looking dwarf, dwarven man. And you see two daughters standing there. One, Alexandra, who... The previous image depicted as strong, determined, looks like she would be able to take on anyone. Now, Alexandra, you see weaker. The muscles have gone down. Now she is maybe 17. You see her eyes are also sunken back. You see a child who is tired. You look next to them, and you see the other daughter. At this point, six or seven. Yeah. Shaved head. She's looking strong. No sign of Lady Afton in any of these. You see in the caption, Lord Afton, Corvin Amberstone, Alexandra, and Cecilia. What? Wait, whoa. Olma. Huh? You are now a couple weeks shy of your 18th birthday. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> 700, 8,000 years ago. Uh-huh. You are peeking in to your father's office. Okay. The same one you had been confidently standing in earlier. Now your hand shakes as you barely squeak open the door. You see... Your little sister, Cecilia, sitting there in the same spot where you were standing previously. And this time you see a meeting between your father, now looking much older, mm-hmm. and a dwarven man. Mm-hmm. 
You see the dwarf almost pleading to your father. This is not working. We have another shot. We can we can do this again, as he points to your sister. Mm-hmm. Your father sits back in his chair, contemplating. You're right. His eyes dart up to the dwarf. Kill her. As the dwarf turns around, seeing you peeking in the door, begins to charge at you. Mm-hmm. You reach behind your back, pull out a knife, and stumbling backwards uh-huh. as this dwarf is coming towards you, uh, reach out <gasps> and slash at his throat, uh-huh. 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 creating a massive gash. He falls to the side. Ain't gonna mm. talk right no more, are you, Corp? <laughs> you feel your legs numb. Mm-hmm. You have been running for two days straight. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You stumble to the ground. You cannot feel your legs. Okay. Kellick, you <laughs> flip to the final portrait. You see there standing two figures. You see Cecilia mm-hmm. standing there, 10 years old. Shaved head, strong. You can see at this point a purple glow in her eyes. And standing next to her, you can see her father wearing a jagged golden crown. The caption reading, The Red Wolf and the Storm. No fucking way. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm seated and the book starts to slip out of my hands and I just catch it. Ah, what an absolute... How in... Oh, dear. Oma, you drop the memory crystal. It clamors to the ground as Keeper picks it up. Oh, um... Okay, uh, I'm just gonna put this on the table over here. I don't want this cracking again. Uh... Uh, Alma? Yeah? Oh, boy. I found some pretty troubling stuff over here. I think I saw some pretty troubling stuff. Oh, oh, did you already? And I looked to see, like, uh, keep putting the, the crystal back. I said, oh. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me, though. Uh, what did you see, Alma? Well. I'm shaking. I. I. Those are Alexandra's memories, right? As I look to the keeper, to um, keeper. Yes, those were specifically her memories. Do you know? Do you know how long she lived before she made you? Um, at that point she was perhaps two hundred, give or take a few decades. Okay. Well, I don't know a lot. I know she ran away from her family, and that they tried some really crazy stuff on her. And I think she knew Artemisia, so Artemisia must be like crazy old too. And and that guy looked really familiar, but I don't know if I... They never said his name in it, right? The dwarf? Yeah, they never said the dwarf's no, name, not the in the memory. memory. it didn't say yeah. his name. <laughs> and he looks kind of familiar, but I don't remember. What? Who did you see? I don't know. Describe what you saw. Well, I saw... Um, Alexandra, and well, I think I was Alexandra, so I didn't see her, and I, I 
you know, lived a couple years of her life and, and her parents and they made her do some terrible things and, and she had a sister and they tried to do this experiment on her and I, I don't think it worked. It just made her sick and, and, and then she ran away, but they were going to try it on her sister and... As, as, what did you find? As uh, they're talking, what do I see on Brim's face? <laughs> okay, I'll have you make an insight check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Against, uh, if you want to make... Yo, uh, again, yeah. if you want to make a deception, a persuasion, whatever you want, you don't have to announce it at the table. Why? Mm-hmm. Six. <laughs> a two. Okay. Oh. Um... Touche. Uh, Brim, what? Oh, we'll do it in two parts. What are you attempting to emote? Mm-hmm. And then what are you actually thinking? What is actually going through your head? I don't think Brim is um, registering anything. Uh, I think a lot of it's just shock to him. I don't think there's anything that, uh, like, I don't think he knew any of the. I don't think I know. Sorry. There's not like any recognition. As the, yes, you as this is all going back and forth, and they're they're going. I I I definitely know some of the names that are mentioned, like just historically, because some of them are, are well known. But there's no uh, confirmation mm-hmm. as if I knew something yeah, yeah, that was yeah. waiting for anything. Right, I right. don't think that. I don't think that's there. Um, maybe the only thing is the confirmation of the story and knowing there is something, I think, because I know what's in the temple. So there is a a sort of confirmation that he does. Yeah, because I did, rolled so terribly. So yeah, I, I definitely show a glimmer of recognition when they say, when they say, um, uh, like when she's related to, did, did that come out? Not yet. Sorry, I'm trying to remember. Right. What has been said, what I yeah, know, yeah. what Brim knows. Totally. Um, yeah. So never mind. We haven't said right now. It's all new. It's all new. Right now it's all new to me. Just confusion. Okay. 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 Just confusion. Yeah, because right now Calix's the one who, only one who only knows one the names. Because right. yeah. yeah. they were written. Yeah. yeah, they were written, not said out loud. So right now, Brim's with the rest of you. No idea. Anna. Yeah. Come here for a moment. I think we sh- you should sit down. Okay. All this time we've been. Thinking your family was far off, searching for them and not knowing where they were. What we found here? Well, don't know how far back it goes, but we were at one of your family's graves shortly after we met. What do you mean? I don't know how to break this to you, so I think it's we're going to go the old route of turn off the bandage and I unfold to the page with the red wolf in the storm you recognize that crown oh yeah oh no um that's and I tap on Cecilia 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 or Cecilia Cecilia yeah it is Cecilia Cecilia. I tap on Cecilia Alexandra's sister, Cecilia. That's what they 
wanted Alexandra to be. Mm-hmm. So if I've got it right, they took the magical Laris to put it into a vessel to kill Laris. To go to Primordia to blow it up. They were trying to kill the gods in Primordia? Uh, they were trying to... Yeah, I think so. Primordia was a place you could speak to the gods in person. And the storm blew it up. The storm. And I just tapped ardently on the... To release the outcasts. Aye. If not to destroy them, then to weaken them. Okay. Okay, and so the dwarf was... Um, I flip back to the page that has Corvin on it. Our old, our old pal oh. from the ruins. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Why did they keep trying to find her, Alexandra, then? If she Well, failed. maybe they needed another once. Oh, once. Once Cecilia was gone. gone. I don't know. Maybe that's what... Well, maybe that's what you're capable of, Alma. Oh, I don't want to be capable of that. Well, I don't think you are, Alma. And I just rest my hand on her shoulder. Okay. Um, well, that we... would explain why you've been hiding all this time. Yeah, and why they were killed, but... Why would they be killed by people from the Wet Red Wolf and not captured? Mm, I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe they... What, did you learn anything about Lady Alexandra? Well, I learned that they wanted her dead. I, and well, that's why? why she ran away. Because she failed. It didn't work. Whatever magic went into her, it, it didn't Worked the way it was supposed to. It made her weak. Oh. Well, then... Maybe she knew too much. Yep. It's a secret order. Despite her. How do we know about them? So it's my fault. No. What? You getting that from... Well, they were hiding for so, so long, and they succeeded. And then, according to Keeper, after I was born, Alexandra took me and the necklace away, and then came back without the necklace, and then told everyone they had to pack up and leave as quickly as possible. Right, but that's not your fault, Oma. Well... The, the evil that these people have done is their doing. No one else's. Not Alexandra's, not yours. So you think that I have the same power that she had just without a big, giant, scary ceremony? At that, I would chime in <laughs> and I would say, I, I can confirm, yes. What do you mean? I saw what is in you. It is... Yes. So. I, well, I don't know. I, 
wouldn't seem that <laughs> I'm befuddled, I have to admit. I, I think this is also what Artemisia did. I think it might be the same. Well, Artemisia was there and, and, and she said that she was going to do a ceremony, but that it wasn't ready. And, right. and then he did it anyway. And I, I don't know if, I don't know why it didn't work for her and, and why it worked for Cecilia. Cecilia. Well, Alexandra was the first. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was the test. If Artemisia said it wasn't ready, then that's why it... Well, Artemisia wasn't there for either of them, though. Well, but... Say what you will about that witch. But she's smart. She so also didn't even get it right until, like... Recent. Recently. Recently. Turns out you need a lot more blood. Yeah, like a thousand years worth. Yeah, well, I don't know. I think she used some... Well, I won't, don't want to get into it. Um, right, so... So my family... Yes. Wants the outcast out. I. Well, not all of your family. Clearly. Yeah. My... Dad. Version of them. Great, great, great grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> We're all there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah, my, so like my mom and dad and grandma and grandpa and great grandmother, they didn't want it, right? They weren't part of the cult. It was just like my great, great aunt, yeah. Great, great grandfather. Great, great aunt. Great, yeah. Great aunt. Hey, well, and well, my, you know, seems like you're. Let's just call him the Lord Afton. Seems like he was... He abused his daughters. It's just looking at their faces. He was training them for this. For this purpose. Why? Hundreds of years. Well, Horrible behavior just for. What was that thing? For what? That, what was that thing way back when? Where father to the coming storm, son of. Father to the fallen storm. Sorry, father to the fallen storm. Right. And son of who? Ah, uh, son of Archve Dalmuk. I'm gonna look at the. Particularly the one where he's got the crown. Does Lord Afton look fey in nature? And, like I'm gonna look through all of the different sketches. Like, is there is there anything that would link him to what I would like know about the fairy tales of an archfey? Um, no. Okay. I want to say really quickly the second that um it was mentioned like what Ulma is capable of that that comparison was made mm. I moved myself ever so subtly in between where Ulma's line of sight and Brother Brim's line of yeah. sight and I, I, I'm keeping I say, I'm speaking in hushed tones but I, it, we're in a small room we're like, all, uh, yeah. everybody's oh, all for the table. Yeah. I'm not worried I yeah. got the keeper there to, <laughs> yeah. I know you're not worried I'm worried <laughs> So just, just for clarification, in gotcha. case that yep. comes up. Gotcha. So just so we all have heard this. We all have this information now. Yeah. 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 Ye
Um, yeah, I mean, I found this book about uh, Lauris and the magic um, and just how it uh, comes to be in, in creatures and, and people. I didn't really look through it too much. I figured I'd just bring it back here. I, I, there wasn't really much else. Did, did you find... Uh, as in Lauris being the font of all magic? Yes, and stuff like that. Yes. Things, yes. <laughs> that is how that. Yeah, yeah well, he yeah, got it seeker. from Vermeer, who created well, no, I mean, everything. Vermeer created yeah, the well, stuff and Yeah, well, if you him in charge okay, of yeah, magic, he's going to all of this. Find a question, boys, if you don't mind. <sighs> yes, Tessa. You said you said Archfey. You said that Olma's great. What you're looking at is was a son or. Related or the what did you say? Delmark. That's and, right. And they took parts of Loris and tried to make Their someone who could kill did. kill Loris. Seems that maybe or well, at least I, hurt those who worshipped him the most. No, I don't want to talk over the two experts in the room, which would be you, Seeker, and you, Kellick. But um, I did I did a little reading a while back, and it's not something I'm really good at. Um, but I found out that. I don't know if this means anything, but you know, Archfey, Archfey were angels. They were, they, they, they're, but they're bad. Uh, sorry. Or maybe, or maybe only some of them. Bad um, angels. Yes. Well, they, so they were, and they, they did good things, but then they did really bad things. So then they, they couldn't come back and they couldn't serve the, the gods anymore. They, they sort of got kicked out of their so, duties. So you're saying that that oh. might be the reason that an offspring of an Archfey might want to destroy the gods? Because they hate... Like punishment? Their father hated uh, there, Or maybe there's, yeah, a link there that I'm... I don't know. I don't... But I... I you don't think Archfey... But Kellogg, you wait, know a lot about a religion. Second. Maybe I'm okay. crazy. <laughs> I just want to say really quickly, we don't think hmm? that the Archfey Dalmok is the outcast, right? Because that would be crazy. We don't actually think that, right? We well, don't, nobody thinks that. I'm nobody thinks that. Right? Now I'm thinking I'll that, though. That. Now I'm thinking that. <laughs> I don't think so, personally. No. Well, <laughs> we're talking about one being that exists uh, as the opposite of the gods. I don't know what just doesn't stack up that oh, it would be a, a, a creation of the gods. Yeah, but maybe. But it's like a. It was an angel, then they got pushed out. Right, because the world began. They got outcast. Oh no! Yeah. We don't think that though, right? They got cast. We don't think that. Well, he was outcast by <laughs> God. Do we think maybe? Do we think maybe the outcast isn't like one person, but like lots of people? The maybe. Outcast. Maybe. S maybe plural. Like I shall all serve of them. The outcast. But he like appeared. He appeared as a, a like being, a single being. Did he? Oh, yes. I don't think to, we've ever. To uh, Zeta. When he made okay, a contract. So one Whoa. person presented themselves, but that doesn't mean it's not a lot of things. <laughs> what difference does it make, Alma? He's got an army of followers that are devoted to bringing well, him back. But if like there's a <laughs> council of other archfays that we have but to... But if we're bringing back, like, if the whole thing is that we're actually fighting a sea of archfey, um, somewhere of... that they want to unlock, that's like not just world-ending chaos well, monster, that's like yeah. world-ending lots of chaos monster. I feel like you're splitting hairs here, Alma. They're both world-ending. The, the, uh, either way, the outcast is chained into the abyss. Um, that's what we know, so uh, multiple or singular, um, they are locked away. Well, it still gets to come to the material plane and 
trick people into doing stuff. Right. That, that... It sneaks in through willing participants. Okay. So so it doesn't matter because we don't think that, right? We don't we don't think that the Archfey Dalmach is part of the outcast, right? Because well, then that would mean that so is the Red Wolf, and then so is Cecilia, and then so is Lady Alexandra, and it then like, so, on and so on and so on, and then so is me. Well, they're connected no, no, somehow. No. I don't know right. that this is necessarily a direct line. In death as in life, I shall serve the outcast. That's what they say on their headstones, right? On the very same headstone that said Archfey Dalmach is the father of uh, the Red Wolf. So mm. it seems strange that they they would mix the monikers. I don't, I don't know. Dear. But that's why I'm saying maybe the outcast yes. is... I shall serve the outcast like those that are outcast. Yeah. Kind of like we got Kodam wrong. It is a title. Like, it is possible that she is correct. Well, it's still a title either way. You slice it here. Mm-hmm. Trying trying to remember, um, and mm-hmm. partially because I, the one day I didn't bring my notebook, I, I need it because it's <laughs> yeah. This is all in there. Yeah. Um, and I did this research, like, it was probably like five years ago when I first looked at this. So trying to drudge back through my memories... Do I remember like why, like angel, like why there's this subsect of sort of like fallen angels and what led to arch, like an archfey or in this case archfey Dalmuk, like being cast out? <laughs> um, yeah. So you would know in in your study um, that the archfey in in a lot of cases mm-hmm. it wasn't a. Re- it wasn't a direct rejection from the gods. Okay. It was more of a decision on their part to say, uh, I'm not going to be beholden to you anymore. Um, my life is not going to be tied to service to you. I'm going to do my own thing. And so over years, um, the angels then sort of mutated um, because their line to the gods was severed. So they mutated into something different, being okay. the archfey, still being creatures of immense power, um, but just now no longer tied to um, the gods, but rather tied to the world around them and to, you know, uh, the the general world of Elbor. I, okay. I want to start looking through the journals. Like, I'm just going to mm. go right over to the journals and look for anything that says outcast. Like, I'm just going to start looking through, like, anything that says, like, Red Wolf or outcast. Okay. Make an investigation check for <sighs> me. I want to look for what happened to, mm-hmm. I think I have an idea, but I want to see if I can find in the journals what happened to Alexandra's mom. Okay, I'm gonna have you make an investigation check on that. Fifteen. Fifteen. Me. Okay. Brim, how you doing over there? <laughs> am I? Am I? Am I? Uh, it's also fifteen. Uh, fifteen. Okay. Um, I'll get to Kellogg's thing first, and then Holmes. Um, Kellogg, you're looking through. Um, you find this one journal, and um, knowing sort of chronologically where in Alexandra's life, her mother left um, because of the portraits. You're Mm -hmm. sort of able to see chronologically these journals um, and you start flipping through, flipping through, flipping through. um, And you do see a couple of of journal entries of um, Alexandra sort of taking note that she was becoming more distant from her family and from her friends. Mm -hmm. And then a couple of journal entries later, seeing that her mom is starting to become distant from her herself. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Her mom is beginning to distance herself. And then a couple of journals later, you see an entry where Alexandra specifically requests from her father to see her mother. And that request is denied. And from then forth is never 
seen or heard from again. And that's all I can find about it. Is that she's just she disappears from from Alexandra's um, access to her. Um, it's okay if that's the case. As, uh, yeah. So as as you're flipping through towards and towards the end of this journal, yeah, um, there is sort of this latency period where the mother does not come up whatsoever. Mm. But then you do find probably the third to last entry within this journal. Alexandra specifically asks her father once more to see her mother. Mm -hmm. And the way that Alexandra writes it, um, her father is extremely elusive, is in her eyes extremely suspicious. Mm -hmm. It seems to Alexandra and in her in her um, opinion, something had happened to her mother and her father is covering it up and deciding not to discuss it. What were you looking up? Anything related to, like, literally, like, journal entries about Outcast, mm -hmm. Red Wolf. Okay. Um, you are looking through these journals, and it gets you a, a couple of journals through. You're not really finding anything. Um, you don't see any Outcast. You don't see anything like that. Um, Vosranoth is not mentioned either. And then you get to the section where Flynn had pulled... It, or was it... Who had pulled the... One where the writing looked oh, that's me. dissimilar. With the See, island. I'm sorry. Yeah. Then you get to the section that Seeker had pulled the notebook out of mm -hmm. where the with the drawings and of the island and everything. And you see that the writing becomes even more erratic throughout this journal. Sort of in the same vein that Seeker had seen at the end. An obsession. I have found the island. Turns into I am on the island. Turns into, I am exploring the island. Turns into, I found something I cannot explain. Turns into, I am now venturing into a cave. After a mention of a cave, the next page you flip to is a furious scribble drawing of a massive humanoid creature head hanging low, arms up, these massive chains pinning him to a huge boulder. Oh. Okay. Uh, is there anything written under it? And scribbled. Okay. Almost like, uh, you know, someone who's just learning how to write at the bottom in big letters etched in, almost tearing the paper through. I have found the outcast I am forever changed. And that is where we're going to end <laughs> this episode. Jeez. Right Thank you all so much for listening, and we can't wait to see you all again next week. Bye, nerds. Bye, Bye nerds. nerds. Help us solve this, please. <laughs> hey, nerds. Rebecca here. If you're enjoying Venture Forth, please like, follow, and subscribe on whatever platform you're using, and make sure to tell your friends. If you're interested in going the extra mile, please check out our Patreon link in our description to support the show and get access to exclusive bonus content. Bye, nerds. Bye. Bye.